think we should build a wall over Florida before we should build a wall over Mexico. You are listening to the Pod Full of Sunshine podcast recorded live straight out of Florida, where it's illegal for anyone wearing a swimsuit to sing in public. So grab your orange juice, dump in that champagne, cut you a slice of key lime pie, and get ready for an hour of crazy, off-the-wall stories from the Sunshine State. Here are your hosts, Greg and Diana. Hey, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Podful of Sunshine. I'm Diana. Greg here. Welcome back. So we are going to do the, this is Greg Double G. What did you say last week? Greg Double G. <laughs> I don't remember. Anywho. Yeah, I said last week. We are a comedy news podcast that discuss all the fucked up stories that come out of Florida. And beyond. And beyond. And hey. Are you listening to us on PodCoin? I hope so. Like our listener of the week? I'm going to start a new thing. It's probably not going to be a thing. But we have a listener of the week. Her name's Lynette. And she comes to us from Virginia. And I really just want to give her a shout out because I'm a horrible, like, host. And I was going to send her some stickers because she's been super cool on our Instagram. But it was last week, Greg. It was last week. It was the first week of school. And you started your new job. And I started my new job last week, and literally, I was in training all day long. She's very exhausted. All week long, and it was like so much information patterned into my head. And then, to be quite honest, I don't even know where to, where to steal their envelopes from, because we never buy envelopes. We just take my employers. <laughs> well, that's a problem. You should probably go back up and grab some before you have left. I need to steal some envelopes from my employers. So, um, Your stickers are in the mail. She is originally. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, okay. They're not yet in the mail. They They're coming soon. We anticipate them to be in the mail by. Tomorrow. I wouldn't even say tomorrow. Hopefully by the end of the week, for sure. Yeah. Maybe. Hopefully. But she, guess where she found us? Podcoin. Podcoin. I feel like a lot of our new listeners have come to us from Podcoin land. Yeah, it's a nice thing. Bro, we've had some awesome ass numbers we lately, and I attribute it all to PodCoin. I blame them too because we suck. Ready for our new podcast pocket? So most of the podcasts I recommend are kind of like they talk, just like you and I talk. And you know, I realize it doesn't take much talent to be you and I. No, we just sit our asses down. But this is my very first. Well, I think my three stories was an audio drama, but this is an official audio drama podcast pocket recommendation. (laughs) The podcast is called The Rise of King Asylus. Do you want to hear the trailer? Yeah, let's do it. Because let me make one thing clear is that audio dramas (sighs) take a lot of fucking work. Like me and you. I complain about all our work because all we got to do is find stories and compile them. But audio dramas, you got to write the script. You got to find voice actors. You have to make a compelling script. You got to do the production. You got to do the. Yeah. These guys rocked it. You right here, their little promo. It is written the meek shall inherit the earth, but not on my watch. I am King Osiris. I wasn't born to be a king, but a 
America needed something democracy could no longer give her. And so, like a chess master, I made my moves with anticipation and bravado. This is not just my story, nor simply about my rise to power. This is a story about our world and the monsters that control governments. What happens when the monsters cannot control me? The rise of King Silas. Listen on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Visit TheRiseOfKingOfSilas.com Like, is this a real, like, true life story, or they make up? Greg, does um, America have a king? I mean, it could be from, like, back in the day. They didn't have a king back then, either. Exactly. So, no, it's not a true story. I really was intense. It was intense. And so, if you think that trailer is intense... Start fucking listening because I have been, I'm almost done the first season and I'm like hooked. Guess who makes a little guest? Well, it's not even a guest appearance, but King George comes into play. Oh. You know, William and Kate's son, which I mean, I don't know how far the future it is, but anyway, it is intense. It's like any other podcast that I've recommended. And I mean, I don't think my recommendations have let you down so far. So go check it out. The Rise of King Asylus. Yeah, check it out. It's the thing to do. It is the thing to do. So speaking of royalty, guess who fucking is getting shit? Our poor Megan. Why? Because her and Harry took a private jet like twice in a fucking week. Like, what else are they supposed to do? They're fucking royalty. They, like, do you think they're gonna go and fly commercial? They don't have a. They don't have an airline plane they can take. The queen takes. What does the queen take? I'm sure she doesn't fly commercial either. But because they're calling them fucking hypocrites, because they're all about like the environment and shit. It's like, what are they supposed to do? Um, they are royalty. You cannot fly commercial. But then you know how I told you there's a little rift between Harry and fucking William. You know what those little assholes did? No. I mean, more and more becoming Team Harry and Team Meghan. Oh. Those fuckers, literally, like, a few days after all this, like, outrage broke out on Twitter, they flew to Scotland. They flew commercial. What a dick move. Can we just talk about what a dick move that is? That's like, ha, watch us show you up and show you how it's done. But get this shit. They didn't really fly commercial. They basically rented out a commercial airline. I was about to say, that's almost good. It's almost like more work to fly commercial for them. You got to be able to get through security. And then I'm sure you have some kind of security team with you. So they have to go through security. It just doesn't make any sense to me that you wouldn't fly private. Right. Yeah. So it wasn't like they really flew, but they flew like economy, like one of those Ryan airs over there across the pond. But I'm like, I'm sorry, William and Catherine, that's a dick move. Like, you're just trying to be a dick on purpose. Oh, just. Well, and I really want to know how, uh, well, they don't do Thanksgiving, how that Christmas dinner is going to be. Because, you know, it's, you know, Harry and Meghan were pissed when they saw that. Like, Maybe they don't do Christmas either. Of course they do. They go do Christmas worldwide. Oh, yeah. Christmas. 
Anyway, uh, the untrained eye had posted, the only people's opinion I care about this is the pod full of sunshine. Yeah, I don't know. And you know what my... Uh, I feel like they should have their own private plane. Like they do, And the funny thing is, I don't even think they paid for it. Like, Elton John came out in defense of them, and he actually admitted that he's the one that bought the plane. Not bought the plane, but kind of like reserved the plane for them. Hmm. So, Sir, Sir Elton John. My official um, response into the Meghan and Harry hoopla is this. Leave Brittany alone! <laughs> Please! <laughs> Do you remember that fucker? <laughs> I don't, but it was a good good response. Do you know he turned out to be this like really hot comedian? I didn't. Yeah, like I used to follow him on Instagram. His name is Chris Crocker. And he's hot but i used to follow him on instagram but he just kind of like posted too much i'm gonna follow him again a before and after picture of chris crocker the guy also known as leave britney alone and what he looks like now because this is him now oh yeah he looks sexy yeah i would do him for sure <laughs> for sure um so yeah like i said earlier last week was my first week in my new department. Yep, but she was a little tired after the week because it was a lot of meetings, not what she's used to. It was just meeting after meeting after meeting, yeah. and they're just drilling all the different... So I'm in our marketing department, and so there's obviously so many different aspects of marketing. But you know what else marketing is? A lot of young people. You're young. I historically am one of the youngest people in my department. Not so anymore. I... You're the work Chandler with, Bing of the I, world. I work with a guy that was born in 1997. Wow. Holy I shit. work with a girl that was just four years old when Friends went off the air. I work with another guy who is watching Friends for the very first time via Netflix. He's on season four, by the way. So holy fuck if I don't feel goddamn old. You I feel, feel like old. that episode of Friends when Chandler goes to become an intern and works with all these kids and the kids think he's the boss and he's like nope i'm just like you chandler bing oh my gosh well i'm sorry babe but you are wise beyond your years however it is very actually kind of refreshing working with these uh, gen y folks because you know what they're so young they're so inspired they're motivated because corporate america hasn't tainted them yet yeah (laughs) (laughs) probably true Give it a few years, folks. You'll be just as bitter as all of us. Right? (laughs) So anyway, that was a great week last week. Let's move on to week two. Yeah, I think week two is going to be perfect for you. You're going to like it. So remember on that How I Met Your Mother episode where they're discussing if Dawn is a duck or a rabbit? Yeah. There's a real life version of that. Oh, really? Yeah. I will post this picture on our Instagram. What do you see there? I see a duck. Or a raven, yeah. Yeah, I do too. But apparently, let's watch the video because it's apparently someone petting a bunny between the nose. Do you see it now? Yeah, I do see it. (laughs) It's a bunny. What the fuck? That's a bunny. His ears just looks like a raven's beak. It is just like how I met your mother. Yep, duck or raven. But I would also like to point out that yes... I, too, saw a raven. Hmm. Jeez. So many things. So many things. Duck or raven story. 
I don't know, but that definitely looked like a bird to me. Yep, I thought so too. So apparently the Welsh, where are the Welsh from? Like, I sound really stupid right now, probably. Welsh, Welsh, Welsh what? Welsh, like the Welsh. If you are Welsh, where are you from? Like, Denmark? I don't know. Maybe we should have uh, one of our smart listeners um, email us. You know what? Can you Google that while I read this news story real yep. quick? So, a Welsh town is to install a futuristic bathroom stall to deter sex romps. I don't know if it's deter or deter. <laughs> Toilets are the latest contraceptive in this Welsh town. The seaside enclave of Porthcrawl, wherever that is, plans to install futuristic bathroom fixtures to stop sex in public restrooms. I mean, is sex apparently that big of a deal in bathrooms? Mm, what? I'm just trying to find it. I'm having trouble. Um, people doing the dirty inside the stalls will be soaked with water jets and interrupted by high-pitched alarms, the outlet reported. The doors will also fling open when the weight-sensitive floors detect more than one user. The Port Crawl Town Council is spending 170,000 euros, which is about $188,000 for the October project, which is intended to stop inappropriate sexual activity activity and vandalism. And the new restrooms will also include automated wall and floor cleaners that will activate each night for about 10 minutes. Now, that alone is worth $188,000. I think so, too. Can I sign up to get one of those for our bathroom? You should. It looks like it's in Wales. Welsh. Well, I think it's like Port Crawl. Yeah, it's weird. It's very interesting. Well, wherever it is. I like it. They apparently have an issue it is a town in wales you're right i know (laughs) but they apparently have a abundance of people having sex in bathrooms so this Mm. should stop them that should stop them man find a bedroom or something do you want to talk about what you get when you have a when you buy organic salad greens yeah this family speak into the microphone bought this thing they were going all organic as you should. As you should. But with organic, with organic, you comes the risk. You do run into risk. You could run into like this family. They found a frog, a live frog, in their organic um, salad greens. So yeah, this is um, out of Wisconsin. So they basically just returned the lettuce and got another one. Can we talk about how fresh that fucking salad is? It has to be fresh as shit. Because the frog, it's not even like it's dead. It's jumping around. He was happy to be there. That's some fresh fucking salad right there. that's why it's organic. And they say sometimes this happens in organic food. Well, yeah, because they don't use stuff to spray the food. Exactly, so. You pay extra for dirt and frogs. Yep, enjoy that frog. And pests. Just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. Yeah, I would. Did uh, you see the video of the chick that was on a cruise and she was in a wheelchair and she fell um, off the dock? No, I didn't. <laughs> I hope you have the video. Oh, there. I have the video. So this comes from St. Thomas. Ah, St. Thomas. Oh, yeah. Love St. Thomas. I really want to go to St. Thomas again. Um, two good Samaritans from the U.S. Virgin Islands are making headlines for saving a cruise passenger after her wheelchair plunged into the water. What did they say? Overboard! (laughs) 
I wonder if they tossed her like a life life rose. No, they jumped in after her. Um, according to NBC News, Randolph Donovan and Kashif Hamilton worked for the island's Department of Tourism. They sprang into action Monday when the Carnival Fascination guest fell off the dock. They apparently had to remove her from the wheelchair because I guess she was apparently strapped in real good. And they were afraid that she was going to sink with the wheelchair. When Donovan began to tire, Hamilton went in after them. Rescue workers and staffers threw down a rope and used it to lift the woman out of the water. Hats off to you. Let me show you the video real quick. I wonder if it's an elderly woman. I think it is. Or a fat slob. You know you know the difference. There's there people <laughs> use wheelchairs that shouldn't. It was not a fat slob. It was definitely why is this video saying how to give CPR? I don't want to oh, here we go. You guys sounds Jamaican. I hope she's embarrassed. Like, how do you fucking wheel off a fucking dock, bro? I don't know. I know if I was in a wheelchair, I wouldn't. Thank you for speaking as you're walking away from the microphone. Pre- appreciate that. I appreciate that you're about to top off my wine right now. I know. That's what I could do. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. That's a hefty pour. So you had sent me a, an article about several states that want to introduce a digital driver's license and government IDs. Yeah. Um, what do you think of that? I have mixed feelings about it. I think it is a great idea because everything's digital. However... I feel like it creates a higher risk of getting your identity stolen. I agree. I think it's kind of silly. I mean, that's what the whole th- purpose is of having a like an identification. It's like so you it's a hard copy. Not everybody has a phone or the internet. I mean, and you can be stolen. Yeah, it can be stolen and I feel like it can be like easier to uh, make a fake ID with. Well, so you don't even have to make a fake ID. You just got to look up somebody's ID that looks like you and, and you're switch good. Out the picture. You're good to go. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. The mobile IDs are apparently rolling have rolled out in 10 states: Colorado, Delaware, Idaho, Maryland, Wyoming, DC are doing limited trials. Iowa, Louisiana, are planning to issue them to every motorist who wants one at the beginning of the year. So Colorado and D.C. are the only prominent big states. I guess Maryland's considered D.C. But other than that, there are not very big states that are like... Right. So we'll test it on them. <laughs> yeah, let's see what um, happens. Then you have the old fuckers that are like, some folks don't have smartphones. Some folks can't afford smartphones. Who doesn't have... <coughs> Sorry, I just choked on my spit. Who doesn't have a smartphone? If your grandmother, Nancy, can have a smartphone, everyone should have a smartphone. I think there are people that don't have smartphones. Name one. I don't know know anybody. Listeners, do any of you know anyone out there that does not have a smartphone? Because I don't. The only person, do you remember that guy that used to date our friend? His name was Jeff. Didn't he have a flip phone? Yeah, that was like six years ago. 
Yeah. I mean, by now he has to have a smartphone. It might have been a smart flip phone that he had. No, I think. I really think there is somebody that I know that has a flip phone. I don't know. You should get back to us over that. Yeah, I will. So if you have a flip phone and you listen to us, holler at us. And also let us know how you're listening to us. Like, are you listening to us like via a computer? Because how many people listen to podcasts on computers? I, I know there's some. Or what do you listen to it on the internet? No, your phones. Yeah, that's what I would think. Or uh, like an iPad. Yeah. Yeah, that could be it. What's that other thing called that Apple makes? It's an iPhone, iPad. iPod. iPod. I don't think they make iPods anymore. No, they were just stupid. I mean, they were cool. You could just play music on it, but... They evolved. There's so many Remember when we weren't even married yet? You got me one for our... Uh, yeah. first, well, I think we still have it. second Christmas together. No, like. because we didn't have the charger. It wasn't... I don't think we have it anymore. No. We had like the original. Yeah. Very thoughtful of me. It was. You even had it engraved. I did. Wow. <laughs> so if you're going to be a... Pretend to be a cop... Don't pull over cops. Don't pull over cops. This sounds I mean, like fun. It's really simple. A fake cop is busted after pulling over a van of real detectives. I wonder what he thought like when he pulled this van over and he's like, they're like, freeze. And he's like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Police in New York City suburbs. Why don't, so, you, um, why don't you just say where the fuck yeah. it's from? So it's not New York City. Not it's New the York suburbs City. of New York City. Suburban New York Suburbia, City. Suburban New York City. <laughs> say they've arrested a fake cop who tried to pull over real life detectives. I don't know why I just used a southern accent for that. Sound like a redneck. Nassau County police say Valerie Portlick sounded a horn and flashed emergency lights Friday morning as he made an attempt to pull over a van in Hicksville, Long Island. So, bro, that's not even New York City, is it? It's Long, Long Island, Island, New York, right? Why did I think Long Island? Yeah, I guess you're right. But it's not New York thinking, City. No. It's a suburban. It's where the fucking... It's where they're... Isn't that from like when like the Jersey Shore didn't they all live in like New New like Long Island and shit? So the Jersey Shore people. I don't know. Or some of them at least. Wasn't I don't like, know. I guess I was thinking Long Island was like Rhode Island. I know a guy that I. We're used not to work very with smart people, so just so you know. Yeah, I'm not much of a New Yorker. The unmarked van turned out to be occupied by detectives from the department's electronics squad. Can we talk about what electronic squad is? What do you think that is? And why is there a van full of them? <laughs> like, like, were they like electricians? Of, like, what kind of bus are you planning when you have a van full the, of d- detectives? In, did they the wire the cars? Or what were they, what was their deal? What do they do? Were they like, were they like um, people that set like bugs? Like, were they like... The we will bu- never know. Jeez. Um, anyway, this dude is in custody, pending arraignment. Bad move. Bad move. Valerie. Don't mess with the electronic squad. Yeah. Last but not least, speaking of cops, don't be dick to cops, like, for no reason. Because Burger King employees apparently drew pigs <laughs> on the food of cops. That's just kind of insensitive. It's just rude. Yeah. Like, respect the police officer. Like, they put their li- lives on the line every day. I hope they got fired. Um, 
Burger King doesn't mess around when it comes to tampering with food. The fast food chain reacted swiftly after five of its workers drew a pig on the order of a local cop. This comes from New Mexico. How does five people draw a pig on one order? I mean, they must have... Maybe he ordered five sandwiches. Maybe they were sharing. (laughs) Tim Rosenthal, a police officer in New Mexico, swung by the establishment to order a burger for a mid-shift lunch. After driving away... He noticed the workers went a little off script while preparing his meal. Someone had taken a Sharpie and drawn a pig with a large eye and a police badge on the white bag. What a dick. Then, I, when he opened the burger, Rosenthal noticed it was burned. I mean, to be fair, Burger King is Burger kind of King, all their burgers are burned. Rosenthal took to Facebook to share his experience with friends and family. He captioned the photo. Well, while on lunch break and in uniform, I ordered at Burger King and received this. The patties were burnt, and the burger was a very poor quality. Well, you did fucking go to Burger King, bro. Um, and the post then went viral, and... So what happened at Wendy's? No, I would have loved seeing Wendy's social media reaction, though, because they're freaking great. I was talking to somebody the other day about that, how great Wendy's social media is, because they're all about the old, like, the best fried chicken sandwich out there these days. No, no. Can we talk about this? I didn't have this on the fucking outline, but let's talk about well, it. But well, well, it was out there. They were. It wasn't between Wendy's. It was between Chick Fil A and Popeyes. And Popeyes. Yeah. So then, yeah, Wendy's jumped in on it. Why not? Because they always do. Do you know who else jumped in on it? And I just want to be like, oh, you're so cute. I want to think I know too, but I don't. I'll give you a hint. It's not a restaurant. No, nope, then I don't know. The Pasco County School Oh, I board. saw that. I showed that post to Blake. I go, is that oh. what your chicken patty sandwiches look like? Ladies and gentlemen, there's a story that Greg saw but didn't send in, so cheers. Drink. Oh, I showed it to Blake. But I will drink. Well, maybe you can discuss it on your podcast that you have with Blake. I didn't think it was really a story. I just saw that. I actually saw the tweet that Pasco County tweeted out. I didn't see any other tweet it you know what good for you pasco county school board social media team i give you an a for effort but honey you can't hang with the big dogs i probably would have to go the chicken fillet is probably the better one but popeyes is probably man they're probably both popeyes is probably more artificialish and chicken fillet i would say was probably more I don't know what chicken sandwich they're speaking of. I don't think I've ever had it. I have had a chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. Um, Popeye's, there's not one really that close to I us. I think there's one in Plant City. Um, we should stop by there one day. See, now I want to talk about something else. Because Jeff Schroeder, do you remember him? Was he the one that was um, on the... Um, oh, what's that shit called? Big, Big Brother. Brother. Yeah, he's a... he. I want to say he's one of the most... He has benefited the one of the most out of that show, I feel like. I feel like he, maybe I just follow him on Twitter and I see him a lot, but I feel like he's everywhere. He is, but he's also a racist. Mm, that's not cool. No, and it's so funny because CBS makes him out, okay, and I'm going to use racist, like, I guess I don't know his heart, but he made several racist statements within the household when he was on there years ago. CBS has polished him up to be the golden boy. And I'm really trying to find this video. I might have to pause it because it was fucking hilarious. Because 
See, now he's on like these daytime shows. That's what I want to get on daytime shows. Do you? Yeah. So if you know you, anybody. You know you can't drink when you're on those daytime shows. Well, I'd still be good. I'd be pretty good. Oh. And who says you can't drink? But they have coffee cups. You can't see what's in those coffee cups. Did you see Sandy Rivers, what he did when he drank out of his <laughs> coffee cup? I was cup? fucking waiting for you to bring up Sandy fucking Rivers just for that. As soon as I said, they don't drink. And you're like, oh, they're doing the coffee cup. All right. No, I don't even care about my right. I've Fuck searched everywhere. Dick. I think it was maybe take it down. It's a conspiracy. But basically, he's on this daytime show, and there's uh, his co-host is black. And so when they were doing the taste test, Jeff said that the Popeye's chicken tastes like, and he kind of paused, and the black guy said, like a seasoning of a town that you've never been in before. And it was like, dun dun dun. Like uh, see, I think the spicy, I think the Popeyes probably would have more flavor, is my opinion, too. But I feel like the you're, quality you're would missed, be. You missed the joke. It's okay. I do. I'm trying to stay away from the racist thing. We're not racist. <laughs> I know we're not, but thank you. Thank you for pointing that out. Uh, all right. All right. Let's move on to Oh, Florida. Oh, Florida. Oh, Florida. This first story comes from Lake Worth Beach. Do you know what a kinkajou is? Is that like a like a lizard? No, it's apparently a small rainforest raccoon-like creature. Well, luckily, it's not in the rainforest right now. <laughs> Good thing. You're be- <laughs> it's a sad day when a kinkajou is safer in Florida than in the rainforest. But a small rainforest raccoon-like creature ran into a Florida apartment and bit a man after he opened the front door to head to work. Wow, he got bit by that fucker? That, I would have been pissed. The news the news, reported that Kinkajou bit the man's foot and scratched his leg inside the Lake Worth Beach apartment, but did not severely injure him. I would have kicked that Pikachu in the face. Delatch said the furry mammal with sharp claws clung to the man's leg as he leg did i say laid i think he did clung to the man's leg as he fought to get it out the man managed to lock the long-tailed animal in the bathroom until wildlife officers thank god that happened to a man and not a woman thank god he locked him in the bathroom i would fucking freak the fuck out because these things are ugly little assholes we'll post a picture of one on our uh yeah we will instagram page follow us at podful of sunshine dot com Okay, you're up. Here we go. So this is from Monica. Thanks, Monica. Stories from Monica. Oh, I would like to say that she sent an email to clarify that she uses White Claw as like she'll do a shot of vodka and the rest White Claw. And so she uses White Claw pretty much as the drink, but she floats it with vodka. Yeah, essentially. So basically, she's just straight, straight vodka. And she reminded me that the hooker from the old port's name with with no teeth, her name was Mary. Oh, Mary. Sounds good. I wonder what ever happened to Mary. Mm, Hopefully, she got a set of teeth. (laughs) I doubt it, but hopefully. So this is out of Florida. A woman was furious after her dog, who went to the groomer for a simple maintenance appointment, returned with floppy pink ears and neon green eyebrows. Gaz- Sassy. Grasbury Illa. It's not Gabriella. It's Grasbury Illa <laughs> of Lake Worth said she dropped off her dog at 
A Moore's Pet Salon Dog Grooming Daycare Boarding Spot. That's a long-ass name. Hey, if we have any Virginia Beach listeners, I know we have one from Virginia. I'm not sure where exactly, but Virginia Beach. There's going to be a new place opening up here sometime in the near future called Bark. And it's going to be a dog... It's going to have vet services, but it's all good, also going to be like a doggy daycare. Looks like a lot of Look fun. Look them up. My friend Shannon and her husband, Brom, and some friends are... Okay, it's my friend Shannon and her friends, Brom. Yeah, sounds Brom's like just be, doing the grunt work. So sounds like a lot of fun. Check them out. So she claimed that the, she took her dog Lola to get a trim, her nails cut, and her teeth clean. But instead found Lola in much different state. Her teeth weren't clean. Her nails weren't clipped. Her eyebrows and tails were shaved and colored green, while her ears were colored bright pink. I think she got an upgrade. I mean, did she say that she didn't want the her eyebrows green and tail pink or whatever? You need to be specific. Yeah. Well, anyway, she got a hundred and fifty dollar um, fee returned to her. And hundred and fifty dollars to get her dog groomed. Yeah, that's damn. Can you move the microphone in front of your mouth? So yeah, well, that's what happened. I would be pissed. Yeah. It's kind of funny. It is funny. Rosie would bite them if they colored her pink. Right, Rosie Bears? You would bite them. All right. So this next story. It's out of Florida. Guess what it is. Stories from Monica. (laughs) Wow. Nice job, Monica. Monica's also our fan of the week. A Florida man. Where is he from? Where is he from? Where are you from? His name is Michael Owens. He's from St. Augustine. I hear that's a lovely place. I hear it's lovely, too. They have, like, nice places over there. We should really try to I test it out. it's very so. romantical. I hear you can walk down the streets of booze, too. Ooh, wow. That's a plus. Sold. <laughs> okay. We should really go over there sometime. Um, so a dude, his name is Michael Owens, went into a Publix, took about $50 worth of steak, and shoved him down his pants. To be fair, if you get the right kind of steak, that's really not a lot. Probably only two steaks. <laughs> we <laughs> love us some good, high-quality public steaks. Oh, damn. Owens was reportedly caught on surveillance footage grabbing two packs of ribeye steaks. See, there you go. Uh, I mean, he's a man of impeccable taste. Ribeye steaks are, in fact, the best steaks. I wonder how far he got. Like, they get him before he got out? He put them in his pants and walked out of the store. A loss prevention officer who saw the alleged steak swipe apprehended him as he exited, so he didn't make it very far. Is there really somebody at Publix that, like, sits in the back and watches video cameras all day long? I don't know, apparently. I heard someone say one time, though, that (laughs) if you get caught shoplifting, they will take your picture in the back with the product that you stole so you have to hold it by your face and they'll post it to a board to be, keep an eye out for you so one time this lady god who told me this story someone obviously that worked at a store she this poor little old lady like got caught stealing ben gay and they like took her picture and Aww. just give the lady her ben gay but sir you cannot steal ribeye steaks you gotta earn that shit because it's, it's the best type of steak yeah, try harder next time. Look, ask Jameis Winston how easy it is to steal from Publix. You can't. Nope, it doesn't work. There's a lot of people working there. Yeah. Not at the cash registers. On Saturday mornings. All right. All right. So a Florida man today was arrested after he was caught with five ecstasy pills that were color orange in the shape of President Trump's face, police said. 
I mean, if you're going to do ecstasy, might as well have ecstasy shaped like Trump. I wish they'd put a picture on here. They did. I of what they picture. looked like. They looked like ecstasy pills, like Trump. Uh. Picture, if you will, imagine it. Flintstone vitamins, just Trump. Oh, yeah. That's a and good And they make picture. you feel really good. I like that. Wow. You know what I wonder? This wasn't written by a young person, because if it was written by a young person, they would have called it Molly. Mm, they probably would have. Well, that's good. This guy looks like he was probably into ecstasy. Maybe. I mean, there's worse drugs to be into. Yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, am I up? You are. We will post a picture of these Trump-shaped ecstasy pills on our Instagram. This story comes from Hudson. Hudson? A Pasco man is facing a battery charge after deputies say he threw a cup of urine on acquaintance because he was angry because the drug test came back clean. (laughs) Like, what the... Why would you want to fail drug tests? Right? Shouldn't you be like giving your pal a slap on the back, say, way to go, buddy? And who the fuck keeps urine in a cup that just slid on people? Let's uh, find out. The alleged incident happened Saturday morning after 12.15 a.m. Deputies say 29-year-old Jacob Padanod got into an argument with the victim and accused him of being a drug addict. What was that? A significant weather advisory until Monday. Hmm. August 26th. Okay. Um, accused his friend of being a drug addict. Pat Nude then gave the victim a drug test, which the victim used and passed. And he apparently got angry and then took the piss and threw it at him. Congratulations, though. You know what? Congratulations to you, sir, for passing the drug test. I'm sorry your friend's such an asshole and really rooting for your failure. Yeah. But good for you. Good Keep for you. Keep up the good work. You are a great individual, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, you're up. So this is out of Oakland Park, Florida. Florida deputies are trying to find a man caught on camera swinging a sword at another man during a fight over a discarded cart. Stories from Monica. That was part of a bulk pile of trash. So basically, this jogger said it was a man who was already pursuing through the items when he decided to stop and take a look. The joggers told investigators he found a black heavy-duty dump cart and decided to take it. A dump cart? I guess. I don't know. The other man became upset, feeling he had rights over the trash pile since he was looking through it first. It's my trash. No shit. They're fighting over trash. My dump cart. But the jogger arrived at his home and realized he'd been followed by a man who was carrying what appeared to be a red stick. As the man got closer (laughs) to the jogger, he pulled a sword from a red sleeve and began (laughs) swinging it at the jogger. As he tried to wrestle the cart away, the joggers told he left the the deputies. To, he, the dog, jogger told he the deputies he left the cart in his yard, but said a woman walked up and dragged the cart away a few minutes later. So all these fuckers are drawing swords over. Some woman just came up and took it. She's like, "Fuck you guys!" This I'm must have been a really cool cart. <laughs> Damn. What the fuck was in this dump, trash cart? Dump, dump cart. cart. Yeah, dump cart. Fuck. Who fucking knows? Know. Yeah. All right. All right, onward. No, I got one more. The dark net. Ooh, yeah. I I don't know why I've never been on the dark net, but I'm fascinated it, fascinated by it, like I am with like black holes. Like I want to go on the dark web. I want to see what all the freaks are doing. I don't. 
I think it would be like from a psychological perspective, very fascinating. It could be. A Florida man botched a castration procedure for a man that he met on the dark web. This comes from Sebring. Sebring, Florida. A Sebring man faces a charge of practicing medicine without a license after deputies say he botched a castration procedure on another man. The Highlands County Sheriff's Office say they responded to 911 call at the home in Sebring and found a man on a bed with a <coughs> towel over his groin, which was bleeding heavily. Oh my gosh! Deputies say there was a pink container. Oh, there was a pink container with two body parts inside near the man. What two parts do you think that was? Maybe it was his balls. You think balls it was both of the balls, or do you think it was one ball and a penis? I think it was both the balls. Deputies say the man was taken to the hospital, and he's now stable. Oh, good. The no sh- dick, though, probably. <laughs> no dick, or no... I wonder... Let's keep reading. The sheriff's office said the man who answered the door was 74-year-old Gary... You know what? 74-year-old man is able to access the dark web. Hats off to you, Gary. Gary's been looking at the dark Van web Swick. for years. I want to get onto the dark web, and I don't even know where to begin. But 74-year-olds can't fucking download shit on their phones, but this man is getting on the dark web. So I salute you, sir. Yeah, she does salute you, sir. Deputies say that Gary, I can't pronounce his last name, so I'm not using it told them that he had met the other man on a website on the dark web for people who have a castration fetish. That's an odd fetish to have. Uh, Very odd. Deputy said Gary had told the other man he had experienced doing the procedure on animals and had removed one of his own testicles in 2012. So I think we're getting closer to figuring out the mystery. I think it might have been two balls. Yeah. And also, as the other man, why would you want your balls removed? I don't know. Um... According to the sheriff's office, the room was set up like a surgical center with medical equipment and painkillers. There was also a camera set up to record the procedure. Oh, they were high tech. Gary reportedly tried to perform the procedure on the man a week ago, but deputies said he had to delay it. And Gary said he had done a similar procedure before. Oh, Gary's picture is blocking the rest of the... uh, Gary must be very good at doing this. No, he's apparently not because... The poor guy is now in the hospital with uh, only a shaft, no balls. Ooh, wow. Two balls. Hmm. Gary needed some balls for his sack. I mean, I guess to be fair, ladies probably wouldn't notice if you have no balls, right? Like, unless you're looking. I don't know. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. I don't want anybody to cut my um, junk off. Gary, sir, can you uh, hit us up, podfullofsunshine at gmail.com, and let me know how to access the dark web? But I don't want the weird stuff. Maybe I want a little bit of the weird stuff just to watch because it's fucking like weird. But I want to like see all the like crazy shit yeah. they're selling on the dark web. She wants to see all the crazies. Give yeah. her all the stuff. Gary. Give me the crazies, Gary. Give it to her, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on to sports. Mm. Big week in sports. We are getting closer to football. Do we have an update on Antonio Brown? He was not allowed to use his helmet that he wants. And again, today, I believe, or yesterday, he came back where he wasn't allowed to use that helmet, too. But now I see that companies want to create a helmet for him. So he's going to make money off this. 
because all this like oh i want to wear my helmet like as a sponsorship yeah like a sponsor they're going to give him money now so for this helmet and i mean i think the guy should just play football shut the fuck up and play when you're getting paid that much who fucking cares yeah i'm worried about drafting on my fantasy team in the third round if he's available like that's where he's been falling to the third round which antonio brown falling to the third round but if he's around in the third round he might be okay he might be so then you have uh andrew luck i was just about to talk about andrew luck what is it Two weeks before the season begins, he's the quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts. He's mid... They're, how far into the game, the preseason game, were they when... News okay. broke probably was halftime. All right, let's set this up for our, our listeners that are not sports fans. So, Andrew Luck, he's quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts. He's been struggling for years with injuries to some degree or another. So, there's been concern about his injuries this year. So, it was preseason game number three. Yeah. So, they're in mid-game. And secretly, Andrew Luck has plans for the following day to announce his retirement. But Adam Scheft? Scheffler. Scheffler is like this sports guy. Well, he got the scoop. And what did he do? He tweeted about it. (laughs) And what happens? Everybody tweets about them. Fans in the stadium are receiving notifications on their phone that Andrew Luck's retiring. So then what happens? Then then the fans are going nuts. They're taking off their Andrew Luck jerseys. They're throwing them on the field. And Andrew Luck is like, oh, shit, man. It got released. I want to know who the person was. They'll be like, Andrew, Adam Scheffler kind of just like blew your game up. So he walks off the field to this. Is cheering. Oh, That's not cheering. So, um, you want to hear my take on this? I feel a little bad for him, but bro, it's two weeks before the season starts. Yes, let's hear your. Uh, so, those people that booed him probably Monday morning after the buzz wore off feel really bad because the guy has been injured year after year. He's just mentally unstable. He's not able to, you know, it takes a lot of work to just to be an NFL quarterback, let alone rehab every year and be an NFL quarterback. He has a family. He's already made a hundred million dollars. Well, I mean, and it's funny because his, well, not funny, haha, but his teammates are coming to his defense and being like, it's bullshit that they boot him. I mean, they feel they should feel bad. I mean, the guy is pretty much given his all for the Colts when they didn't have an offensive line. He played with a lacerated spleen one game. So, chill out, crowd. <laughs> I mean. To be fair, and you're right, once their buzz wore off, it was been game. They got this. They're fucking hammered. They get that news. They're pissed because they feel betrayed. They don't know the reasoning behind it. They're drunk. They see this news pop up. And then, of course, they're going to boo him. Yeah. And, you know, he's a smart guy. He wants to live his life the way he wants to live it. He said he didn't. He couldn't live his life the way he wanted to because he didn't love football anymore. So he's basically yeah. stepping away from the game. To be fair, he should have done it either. He should have stuck it out another season, or I think maybe he should have just done it sooner. Like, well, why? I found out today that his injury 
that he was facing right now that was all secret because it's the preseason. You don't have to put any news out. He was going to be out anywhere from three to four months this year. So, I mean, he wasn't going to play anyway. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. Man. Oh, God. I'm so fucking happy football's back. So, yeah. All right. Let's move on to what the fuck. What the fuck. I'll do the first one. Yeah. I'll do the one about you what? You ain't from Missouri? <laughs> we'll play that little sound bite again. Uh, okay. So the first one I found. It's been literally thundering the whole time we've been recording. Well, it's raining hard. So this comes from Rochester, New York. An airport security worker in New York has been fired for handing a passenger a handwritten note that said, you ugly. The June incident came to light this week after a passenger obtained the security video through a public records request and posted it to YouTube. Because basically he told his friends like, yeah, they passed me this note. They didn't believe him. So he said, well, I'm going to get the video. <laughs> so he says when the gate agent handed him the note, I didn't think too much of it. Continued toward the gate. That's when he says the woman yelled out, you going to open the note. Strassner said that when he did, the woman burst out laughing, and he later complained to her supervisors. That seems like a stupid business decision. What does? Writing a note to this person. You're probably going to get fired. Well, and he said that, like, he didn't take it personally because right after she was done handing him the note, he saw her write another note, so he thinks she's doing it all the time to be funny. Well, guess who doesn't think it's funny? TSA. (laughs) She's fired. Yeah. Fired. She actually seems like she would be a cool TSA. Most of those are fucking... I'm sorry. Someone calls me ugly. That's not funny, bitch. <laughs> you almost sounded like them's, Robin Shabazzki there. Those are fighting words. <laughs> you can tell me... I don't know. Surely you can think of something better than that, but then again, you're a TSA agent, so I know those yeah. brain cells are in abundance. So no, I guess not. Not that we're ones to talk, but anywho. Yeah, we're winners, though. <laughs> we are winners. So my story is out of Kansas City, Missouri. (laughs) You're not from Missouri? Susie Torres thought she had water in her left ear. When it wouldn't go away, she went to see a doctor and was in for quite a surprise when a medical assistant first checked her out. Why are you whispering? She ran out and said, I was going to get a couple more people, Torres told 41 Action News. She said then, I think you have an insect in there. Ew. Yeah, ew. (laughs) Torres said while she did not know exactly what was in her ear at that point, she did not panic. She came back in and told me it was a spider. Ew. Ew. They had a few tools and worked their magic and got it out. Doctors later told her it was a highly venomous brown recuse spider. Wow. I, hope I she, don't know what that means, but that all means I heard was venomous. Die. It's gross. So, wow. That's crazy. Um, so, if you think you have water in your ear and it doesn't come out, it might be a fucking spider. And you're going to die, so... It might eat your eardrum, bitches. (laughs) All right. Well, no one needs to go to bed on that note. Yeah, let's don't worry, be happy stories. Let's move on to don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy now. Don't worry. 
happy. These are more just pictures and just our comments, I think, to be honest with you. We don't, we don't need just. Well, I, 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 that's what I like about it because I feel like these are really good pictures and really good, like, stories. May I go now? Yeah. Okay. So, my story. I would try and do it in a Scottish accent, but I can't. Comes from Nielsen, Scotland. A Scottish mother has perfectly captured how draining a child's first day at school can be. Basically, the picture starts with her first day at school, which she looks all nice, and she's got the bow tie, the skirt, and she looks fabulous. And see, at first I thought this uh, after picture was a uh, fake, but apparently she really did look like that. Oh, you looked it up? No, it's part in the story. And we'll post that on our Instagram. Lucy left the house, tidily dressed, her tie perfectly knotted and tucked into the waistband of her skirt. Her hair brushed and her socks pulled up to the knees. When I went to pick her up from school and saw how she looked, I was mortified. <laughs> Lucy's wide smile was gone, her hair tangled and wild, tie loosened and jacks, her jacket slipping off one shoulder. She told the paper she took the photo as Lucy got her bag out of her car and started walking toward her. And her dad messaged her from work asking how her first day went. And she sent that picture. Like, how do you think it went? <laughs> but. But what? Lucy said to her mom she had a great day at school and played with her friends. Yeah, but holy fuck. This was me. This picture of her after is me last week after a whole week of fucking training. <laughs> what day was I came home at fucking six o'clock? I'm like, I'm going to bed. Or no, I just came home and I was like, I put my earbuds in. I'm like, don't talk to me. Yeah, she was just like <laughs> exhausted mentally. Yeah. So anyway, when you see this picture, that was me last week, y'all. That was her last week. All right, what's your don't worry, be happy story? Oh, this little boy, he holds his hand of a crying kid that was sitting in the corner that has supposedly had autism on the first day of school and walked him into school. Oh. Yeah. It makes and, me a little teary-eyed. Yeah, so this little kid, and I guess the mom ended up seeing this and was like so happy that this kid did this because you know it's difficult for her son during this time but i guess the kid that did this he has like a speech impediment too so he's kind of like shy and he went and did it too so it's really nice oh yeah i love that see i'm diana will post the pister picture <laughs> post the pister so but not only was the autistic boy was in the corner crying so this little boy went up to console and grabbed his hand and walked him inside yeah so cute that is so fucking cute and then i read stories like this and realize our kids probably wouldn't do that what are we doing wrong no they probably wouldn't yeah little assholes yeah all right speaking of those little assholes little bastards let's call them in here for jokes from the boys jokes from the boys boys Blake, do you want to go first since you're up and ready? Yeah, because I totally have my joke. Yeah, you gotta do it. Well, oh, come on, okay. guys. I mean, what the? What have you been doing? We've been podcasting. Oh, I got one. Okay, get up to the microphone. Doctor, doctor, I've been, I've become invisible. 
I'm afraid I can't see you now. What? The fuck was that? <laughs> what is that? Doctor, doctor, I become invisible. Doctor, doctor. And then the doctor says I can't see. <laughs> I like that. Greg goes, "What the fuck was that?" You guys need to pick up your joke, James. <laughs> we are not winning Parents of the Year anytime soon. Yeah. Come on. Okay. You're up, Gavin. I expect more from you. <laughs> Closer. Microphone. What did the reporter say to the scoop? <laughs> ice cream scoop. Okay, find another one because you just spoiled that. The, it was supposed to be what did the reporter say to the ice cream? What's oh. the scoop? But he goes, what's the reporter say to the scoop? <laughs> oh, you did ruin That was a good one too, Gavin. Good job, Gavin. Nice work, Gavin. Where do you where do rocks like to sleep? Where do rocks like to sleep? Bed rocks. Bed rocks. Huh. Yeah. That other one was better. Your other yeah. one was better, but you messed it up. Well, there we go. I think we should just cut out that segment. Boys from the jokes from the boys. They no, need to pick up their I game. I think it's a fan favorite. Oh well, that was not very good this week. So yeah. fans, um I'm sorry. But hey, I think secretly our fans like it when they fail. Yeah. Well. I personally like it when they fail at the jokes because it's way more entertaining. <laughs> yeah, I agree. They're really lame this week. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you for bearing with us as we are a day late. But better late than never. Yeah. Keep on listening because we really like you guys. We really like it when we see our numbers go up. And uh, I think maybe uh, we like you guys, too. Yeah, we do. So, uh <laughs> So go ahead and shoot us an email if you want. Podfullofsunshine at gmail.com. Listeners, your stickers are coming once I get some envelopes from work. And then follow us on Instagram at podfullofsunshine. Follow us on Twitter at podfullofsunshine. No E. Yeah. Like us all over the place. You know, send us uh, emails saying of stories like oh florida like monica's doing maybe we'll name your own segment instead of stories from monica it can be stories from jimmy insert name here yeah so we're we're, we're we're all about that we're all about that life all right we'll see everyone next week adios machacho peace out holler at your boy y'all come back now here